went down and the jungle fire was burning. Down the track came a hobo hiking and he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm headed for a land that's far away beside the crystal fountains. So come with me, we'll go and see the big rock candy mountains in the big rock candy mountains. All right, there we go. That's a classic. Takes me back to my days of riding the rails back in the uh, the 30s. That's right. Blast from the past, bitches. We have returned. Yes, we have. I am PK. That's right, and I am Martin, naturally. And we're both uh, broadcasting from uh, the great city of Detroit, Michigan. Sunny Detroit, Michigan today. Yes, indeed. Sunny, 70 degrees. Um, the bums are out in full plumage. It's a beautiful day. Indeed they are. And speaking of bums, this uh, that was Big Rock Candy Mountain, written by Harry McClintock, also known as Haywire Mac, perhaps the best hobo musician of the U.S. And actually, uh, this is kind of apropos here. Um, he was actually fictionalized um, by a writer named Jim Thompson, and he was given the name in these novels uh, Straw Legs Martin. Straw Legs Martin himself. Which, which I, well, that's, I think it's something that you might want to uh, just pick up on in the <laughs> you future. You want to just take it and run it. <laughs> Old, old Straw Legs is back here. Old Straw Legs. I don't care if that's anything that could stick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're back. Yeah, it's bit better than ever. Um, ma- mainly because, well, there's been some events. Right. Okay, well, I mean, do you want me to be one to... There's been an event. Well, I mean, you knew, you knew him better. I did, so... which is why I can't, you know, speak okay. to anything good about him. Okay. Well, okay. So we're we dedicate this show to uh, to Jansen. Jansen himself, the man, the myth. Unfortunately. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's just it's kind of awkward to talk about, um, but I mean, I figured that you know he obviously uh, was one of the progenitors, one of the progeners, if you will. <laughs> Progenitor, if you will. I, I mean, I, f- I feel really terrible laughing at the time with this, but I, I mean, I, don't. I think that um, I, I just think that he would have wanted us to laugh. He probably does. He would, and uh, I mean, wherever I'm sh- he is, wherever he, yeah, and um, I just hope that in some way he can hear this, you know, just somewhere out there that you know. But I mean, I don't know. There's just so many good stories, and I mean, at a time like this, especially, you don't want to think about the bad things. You just want to, there's real celebration. And right now, I think he'd be talking about restraining orders, ac- accusations of child molestation. These are things he'd bring up right now. Exactly, and and you know, it's just that look he'd get in his eye when he was about to tell a joke, and uh, damn, there's just so much promise there. There was, and he managed to squander so much promise in such a short period of time. That's yeah, it's, I mean, really impressive, if you think about it. It is, it is, and I just remember that one night, I gave him a ride, um, and we all went to dinner, I gave him a ride, just, you know, just the moon looked so close, and... You know, you know what, no, no, that that one's just for me, that one's just for me, you know what, that, I'm... That's just I, between you and him. Yeah. But anyways, and, this, th- and that strange burning sensation, which I still and you know what? Every time I feel that, you know, every time I feel that, I just I think of his, I think of that smile, you know, and I just think of how proud he'd be. And um, so, but and, anyways, this this one's dedicated to Jansen. I mean, you know, somewhere out there, we just really hope that you know wherever he is in in the universe, let's say in the firmament, yeah, out out there in the ether. I mean, we just hope that he can hear this and just just know that he's missed. With every bullet so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, except the no, la- yeah, except the last exactly. one. I'll laugh at every time. <laughs> I mean, every every bullet except the last one, but it only takes one, you know. <laughs> he is a pansy. Yeah, yeah. If he had so, two good eyes, he would have seen it coming. That reminds me. Um, back in high school, there was this idiot that I knew, and I remember um he w- he was trying to be really tough. Um, 
he was Italian, even though his last name wasn't Italian. He, he was a real dumbass. But anyways, um, he was, he was, you know, he always tried to act really tough, and he wasn't, you know. And so he was really trying to impress me one day, and he was, he was talking about how much he knew about guns. And he was saying, oh, you know, if, if yeah. Um, but anyways, he's talking about, like, oh, you know, if you get hit by a twenty two, that's nothing. You know, it's like a pinprick. But, you know, if you get hit by a fifty cal, that's like being punched in the face. Like, I mean, as if he knew. As if he'd been in all these gunfights. This is the same guy who said, oh, I'm Italian. He was talking, I mean, he was talking to one of the, um, the African-American students at my high school, of which there is, you know, like, maybe ten. <laughs> Max. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, he was talking to him, and he's like, oh, you know, I'm Italian. That, that makes me basically a light-skinned brother. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's like, how stupid can this guy get? But anyways. I don't understand why you're hanging out, hanging out in the special ed rooms. That's my, that's my question. It, it was public speaking. I mean, uh, I couldn't get out of that one. True. Unfortunately. But... There's yeah. a man performing, performing fellatio on a large sculpture on the television right now, which wouldn't be strange if you're watching anything other than football. Yeah, I mean, that... Um, well, you know, people in Minnesota, it gets cold, and you got to have different sorts of hobbies. Right. I mean, it reminds me of, um, um, as you said before, about the microphone, how um, one mustn't perform fellatio on the microphone while recording anything. Yeah, otherwise you just get, you know, <laughs> you know, it's really creepy breathing in there. But and That's how I actually call it follow-up dates with, is that exact sound right there left yeah. on multiple messages. Yeah, so basically answering machine, you know, you know, hi, Kimberly, leave a message. <sighs> See, and it works every yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. I have yet to not get a restraining order from that. It's key. It's key right there. So, um, what's, what's been going on? What's, um, I mean, obviously it's been, we can't, uh, summarize everything that's been going on since. When was uh, the last, I don't even know what the last podcast was. I think it was, was, I think Pluto may have still been a planet. I think, I mean, I, I would ballpark it as maybe last December. I can't recall anything after New Year's, but. Yeah, that was a resolution, though. Yeah, re- resolution. Well, to end it or to, to resurrect it? I mean, <laughs> like my, my New Year's resolution is to never fucking do this again. Period. Yeah, I'm addicted. I do it too many times a day as it is. There are rashes developing. This is calluses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, uh, recent, recent past, we're just uh, waxing nostalgic about a camping trip uh, we took. Um, what was that, a week ago? Uh, something like that. Seems like I think I had an entire ago. mini keg of Oberon, so maybe not have been a week ago. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, out to the uh, west side of our great state, PJ Hoffmaster uh, State Park. Yep, up by Muskegon. Yep. We yep. drove through. Well, we drove over dirt tracks to get there that we weren't supposed to. You know, when you go up and there's a sign that says construction detour, do not go through. We kind of ignored those, and it was a yeah. good time. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, unfortunately, uh, Boron, if you recall, my um, my significant other. Boron. Yeah, Boron. So we uh, we decided to actually take the law-abiding route, and also there's a place that sells like monster egg rolls. Picked up a few of those. But anyways, um, good times. We had a bunch of people out there, fun and sun on the beach, uh, tons of flies, but that's sort of per oh usual. Oh my god. Not as bad as uh, when we took a trip up to Lake Superior, and the lake was about 40 degrees. And I threw Boron in. Yes. Yeah, she wasn't Those flies would follow uh, our friend Bloopy. They would follow him around. It was awesome. Like a cloud. We're fairly certain he uses raw meat as cologne. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the I've flies, the stray dogs, the bums. I don't know why he does this. I think it's for attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good. Uh, so, anyways, uh, here's a campfire recommendation. Um, at the uh, the last day, uh, we're sitting around, and I don't think I ever shared the story of the sparkler bonfire, but I'll uh, I'll, I'll save that for I'll, I'll tell that one right after. But anyways, um, you take a bottle of Purell. Unscrew the top. This is key. Otherwise, yeah. you end up with a bomb. <laughs> and is, there's there's a bit of a difference between trips to the burn ward and maybe trips to the burn ward. Yeah, or, and and or telling your friends about this really cool thing you did. It's I mean, true. which could follow trips to the burn ward, but after speech therapy. Yeah, exactly. After like months of painful skin grafts. Um, but anyways, uh, so you take a bottle of Purell. You know, it doesn't have to be full. Whatever. Uh, unscrew the top. Put it in the fire. Make sure it's aimed away from you. Do not stand directly in front of the bottle of Purell. And and just give it a go. And uh, you basically end up with a Purell volcano. And, of course, we wash our hands of any responsibility whatsoever. You'd be an idiot to try this yourselves. We were idiots to try it ourselves. <laughs> Several times. But it's rather spectacular. And, you know, you might get, like, a little flaming glop of, you know, basically what I think is pretty close to napalm. In the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, it was great, too, because, like, the top of the bottle melted, so it just built up all this pressure and this kind of, like, exploded forward. And it was nice. But, anyways, um, so that's some campfire fun. Also, uh, this is something I tried a couple years ago. You can try this one, too. Uh, I was on the beach, and there were some assholes, like, way down the beach, and they were um, lighting off little fireworks, and I thought they were really cool. And so all we had was, you know, a, you know, a big thing of sparklers, you know, the, the giant... Sort of like crate of sparklers that you get, you know, during a Fourth of July time. It was around that time, and so I thought, oh, we just have these like lame sparklers. You know, we can't compete with these guys. And so then my brother actually, he thought, you know what? Let's take all of them, like literally all the sparklers. You know, maybe like 20 boxes worth. Just shove them in one box and just put them in the fire. See what happens. So we do this, and we don't realize that we're actually creating this, like, intense magnesium flame that probably burned at about, you know, like, 1,500 degrees. Probably could see it from space. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, for about five seconds, it was day on this <laughs> beach. Like, I mean, it was literally day. And all, we just hear from down, like, what the fuck? Birds are, that was the birds waking up, like, god damn it, I just went to bed. Yeah, exactly. Like, all, all of a sudden, birds start chirping, and, you know, like, you know, small creatures start, you know, preparing for the morning. But, I mean, they it's... Like, eaten by bats. Exactly, exactly. But, I mean, for a moment, it was actually daylight, and that was a very proud moment in my life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was our camping experience. We did, on, on the way back, we stopped at the Whippy Dip. Whippy dip, yeah. Uh, Whippy. Barbecue and ice cream, probably in the same cup if you ask nicely enough. Little in fact, run by a bee. Yeah, yeah. Um, Owner is a honeybee. Well, uh, we were sitting down, we were eating, and um, this bee kept kind of like walking around the table, like Asking taking how we were doing, if we were yeah. enjoying our meal. And so we're like, bee, you know, what's what's going on? And he's like, motherfucker, I'm the owner here. You guys are trash my motherfucking table. I'm like, B, we're just sitting here eating lunch. He's like, bitch, I tell you when you eat lunch. And I mean, it was a very, very awkward experience, you know, what because well, I'm thinking that yeah, we're giving him, we're giving him our patronage, and he's just being a cock to us, pretty much. But you know, so he's trying to clean up, and like there are a lot of high schoolers there, and and it was just really, really difficult for him. It was indeed. All you, when you hire high schoolers, they don't they don't do anything. You know, they're lazy, as we've all been high schoolers before, and it's just it, it turns into him having to do all the work. It's just too bad, considering he's, you know, a goddamn bee. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, here he is trying to scrub these tables with his tiny mandibles. I scrub these tables with my tiny jaws. <laughs> tiny. Takes me three days. You know, you know how long a bee lives? Six days. So, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was kind of a, you know, 
uh, a family business is passed down through about uh, 3,000 generations. <laughs> that was just this year. <laughs> in the, in the, past, the past eight months, uh, <laughs> since they all died during the winter. Um, but yeah, it was, it was the Whippy. Hey, Whippy. Oh, Whippy. Whippy. Uh, so it was the Whippy dip. Um, you know, maybe like 20% chance you get uh, food poisoning. Yeah. But um, it was good. It was good times. Um, Muskegon, uh, not not a whole lot to do out there. No, it's Muskegon. Yeah, it's like the beach is beautiful, but... um. The people are not. Well, yeah, I mean, we had this is on the beach. There's, we had, we had two two what I would call oh. swimsuit disasters. Yeah. Uh, the first one, and I do not understand how you can be this shade of. There's a girl out there. She is. She reflects all light. She is almost as pale as Jansen. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, actually. I, I I don't know how you can go out there and not see her. She was wearing a perfectly white bathing suit that somehow was not quite as white as her flesh. It. It, and it, we're not talking like the alabaster skin. Uh, uh, it was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, why? How did you end up here? Why won't you stop? Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's one of the times you just kind of walk over and just put, put your hand gently but firmly on her shoulder and just say, I I just want you to stop. <laughs> just, I, I just I just want you. I not, just want you to stop. Yeah, I don't I don't ask much out of the world. But she wouldn't. She wouldn't. You know. Yeah. It's like it was like. Um, a second sun looking back from the shore. At least the moon. At yeah, least the yeah. moon. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, that paled in comparison to. Uh, do you want to tell them about our other friend? Oh God. So, um, where I'm, I'm uh, sort of out out in the water. Um, the water is, you know, bitter cold. Yet, you know, of course we have to swim around out there because, you know, what else you can do with the lake? So, anyways, um, I'm out there swimming around, and all of a sudden on, on the shore I see sort of, you know, very uh, slim figure. Wearing a very very small bathing suit, and I think, like, I thought like, wait, is this like some? Because I couldn't see a top right there. It's chick topless. But then, as as I neared the beach, I realized as, as we as we thrashed the water to foam trying yeah, to get to shore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which um, I gotta say, it's like there was a moment of doubt there because there's basically a sandbar. You gotta swim maybe like twenty or thirty feet for it. It's not that far, but um, so uh, Martin goes first, and he's out there, and and he's just like, oh, I I can't find the sandbar. And the, the mo- just moment of doubt came in my mind. I thought, ah, oh, guys, I'm I'm getting kind of tired here. Uh, this might not be so good. And that would be it. Just drown, drown to death. Not just drown, drown to death. Thirty feet offshore. Yeah, yeah. And actually, well, I mean, in I, Muskegon, in calm water. I mean, personally, what I thought would be great is like you're just maybe like ankle deep water or something like that. But all of a sudden, there's just like a massive riptide, and you just get pulled under, and like all your friends kind of like pop up. Oh, haha, that's really funny. They're still like where they were, and they just look, and you're maybe like half a mile out. Just gone. <laughs> it's, like, it's like they they know for a fact you're not coming back. <laughs> they just wave goodbye. Yeah, yeah, you're not coming back. But anyway, so as as we 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 churn our way back to shore, burning many calories from the. Uh, Bacon grease soaked oh God. hash Follow, browns. Following the, the second sun, the giant beacon of light that is this ungodly pale woman who really needs. I don't. I don't endorse faking fake tan until now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She needs. So just get a sharpie. Anything. Knock yeah. down the contrast. Yeah. Um. I mean, thank God for clothes. Thank God for clothes. You know. <laughs> but anyways, and also. I wish I was wearing them now. Well, I was gonna, uh, yeah, yeah. I wish I wasn't in the same room <laughs> right now, but fair enough. Um, so, anyway, speaking of uh, thank God for clothes. So, as we're walking back, we realize, well, that's a dude. It's that's a dude. a dude wearing a thong. Not much that, of a thong. Yeah, I mean, it, it's basically enough to uh, cover 
cover the uh, the member in front, if you will. Yep. Well, so, or what I'm fairly certain was at least a Bartlett pear shoved down the front of this <laughs> thong. No one, nobody. The way he looked, he's done way too many steroids to actually have genitalia anymore. So. Oh, he's obviously stuff. But anyway, so he, he wasn't just laying there because he's you know basking, of course, and he, of course he's got to wear a little thong because I'm sure he's you know a gay porn star and you know they don't they don't let him have tan lines. But anyways, um, <laughs> so he's basking in the sun. But like not only is he doing that, but every once in a while, maybe and, you know maybe once every couple minutes, he gets up and struts around and kind of poses and you know leans up towards the sun. Now he, it, here's his on the beach. There's us jackassing around. Yeah. Like a bunch of med students, the the creepy pale girl, and then a bunch of old folks, and some children. So he was either there for old folks or children. Yeah, and and yeah. by the way, creepy pale girl and her her like wasted anemic friends yes. uh, were. They, I mean, they were like what late high school. If they were, well, first months. of all, we're in northern Michigan, so late high school is something like mid twenties. So okay. well, let's, let's use ages. <laughs> let's do ages. <laughs> they may have been able to drive there. Let's yeah, put it that yeah. Way. Although I gotta say, what um, I, I forget what our nickname is for our uh, small Asian buddy. Not uh, Eddie Yen, but um, do we? I don't think we have. Do we have one? Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. She doesn't get one anymore. Yeah. It's been revoked. We had to uh, gently coax her gaze away. Yeah, well, it's because she's what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so um, these, you know, basically uh, almost naked guys, like, strutting around for these 15 to 16-year-old girls. <laughs> like, oh, okay, this this is kind of creepy. But then he keeps, like, keeps walking around behind us, and, yeah, he's, like, flexing and... Gently whispering Justin's name. Yeah. I don't know how he knew it. Neither do I. No one does. I don't know how he knew it. But, um... His eyes are what? Yeah, it was, it was. I mean, it was really creepy. Um, at one point, he offered me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? Last night, I was laying in bed. I was falling asleep, and you know, I just, I just had this because we we had originally planned to do the podcast yesterday. Today's Sunday, Saturday night last night. Um, I was laying in bed, and I just thought. I mean, it was almost like I'd feel him there. You know, it's like a, it was just a presence. <laughs> Hear the gentle cry of the manatee. Yeah, yeah, the, just the forlorn wail of the manatee. And, uh, ooh, that's uh, that's not an attractive cheerleader. Oh, Jesus. So we, we, we've got the Minnesota Vikings game in the background, and good God. Yeah, that was... Uh, good God Almighty. Yeah. Oh, good God. Good Sorry, God. That was just terrifying. That is not an attractive I, if cheerleader. Had, if I had HD, I would have screamed like a girl. It would have been like she was there with us. Exactly. And that's, that's a no-no. That is certainly a no-no. <laughs> not allowed to touch. What? Yeah. So anyway, it was ye- yesterday. Well, speaking of not allowed to touch, uh, so I was laying in bed <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> and um, so, but I just, I just felt this presence, you know. I just felt this this light, wanton, carefree presence. I thought, you know, it's, yeah, he's chances there with us, you know. He's, he's there. He's there spirit, at least. Exactly, exactly. You know, and it's like I, I just, I, you know, I just missed him so too. And like, let me, let me just be honest here. I've actually only met Jansen once. Really, that's why that's why you still think he might be a useful human being. Well, I just that like I said, just that magical night that I'm not going to talk any more about. <laughs> that's enough. You know that that's just for me. That's just for me. But at the same time, you know, I just I just want people to know that I had that experience, just brief, but I'll never forget it. So, anyways, very very brief, very brief. Yeah, yeah. Um, embarrassingly brief. Yeah, actually. Um, that's uh, something I prefer not talk about too much. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely embarrassingly brief. So, anyways, um, yeah, that's uh, that was our camping trip. Yeah. We survived it more or less. Yeah, we uh, we milked a lot of material out of that one. 
Oh, we, we did also de- de- uh, fry cookies and have French fried bacon. Yes, and we realized that the trick to campfire cooking is that you get a good, like, cast iron skillet. You render all the bacon fat, so you have a good, like, half inch of bacon fat at the bottom, and you just cook everything in that, including, like, cookies. Cookies, which we hash actually, browns, more bacon. Yeah, yeah. You cook, pita. You cook bacon in its... You cook more bacon in bacon fat. We were actually... We, we fried every bread product we had down to the hot dog buns. Yeah, actually, yeah. we did. Oh, yeah. wow. Jesus. Put on 12 pounds. Took off three years of my life. Trying to do it next weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, yeah, let's um, let's uh, move on. So, I um, when I, I moved on into my new apartment, I used to live uh, down here in Detroit, and um, I I bailed on the D. Lord Almighty. Technical difficulties. It wouldn't be dead air without technical difficulties. Okay. Um, all right, yeah, sorry about that. So I'll, I'll like, size that portion. Like, whatever. Anyways. Um, like, size not a damn thing. Want a complete and accurate record. <laughs> um, so anyways, I, I used to live down here in Detroit, and then um, now um, I am working up in Royal Oak, so I moved up to Royal Oak, which is my hometown. I, that's where I grew up. And um, so it's it's nice. I moved to a pretty good place. Um, it's nice. You can walk around, all that kind of jazz. And I thought, you know what? Um, I had a fish tank when I was growing up. I had this really cool, like, 10-gallon fish tank. You know, not too huge, but it was pretty cool. And uh, I had it forever. I loved it. And then uh, before I left for college, you know, I took it down. And I was always sort of vowing, you know, oh, this year I'm going to set it up, this year I'm going to set it up. So when I moved to my new place, I thought, you know what? I'm going to set it up. So I did. And so I got um, you know a bunch of little fish, and I got this really cool. It's called a rainbow shark, and it's a shark, but I mean they're, they're yeah, yeah, you know. I but I didn't judge him for it. No, it just it just it decorated yeah. the inside of your tank so nicely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he was he was kind of particular, well, but know. he was a nice he was a nice guy. Yeah. But anyways, um, he, I mean these sharks aren't that big. They're maybe like you know one, two inches, something like that. But um, they're just black and they have red fins. They're really cool looking. So anyways, um. I go to feed my fish yesterday, and, you know, normally, like, you know, they all kind of, when you open the top of the tank, they all come to the top, and the shark didn't. I thought, hmm, shark, where are you? So I fed the fish, and, like, they're all happy and eating, but the shark wasn't there. But hmm, this is, this is weird. You know, where's the shark? So I looked all over for them. I mean, they like to hide. Actually, um, I named my shark Monica Conyers. Um, for those who aren't in the know, Monica Conyers, uh, Detroit, former Detroit City Councilwoman. But anyways, um, uh, basically, it was perfect. I named it, I named the shark Monica Conyers because basically it claims a small, ca- it's an ornery bottom feeder that claims a small cave and defends it ruthlessly against every other fish. So I thought that was pretty fitting. So anyways, um, uh, I was looking for Monica Conyers and, and, and she was gone. And so, uh, you know, I looked everywhere. I actually, like, you know, took all, like, the little decorations out. I looked. Fish is gone. I mean, not not even, like, a body. One of the most gruesome things that I ever saw in my fish tank, I was gone on vacation. This was, like, ten years ago when I was a kid. And I came back, and I had all my fish were fine, except for one. I just found its spine. It was it was pretty damn gruesome. Left as a message to the others. Exactly. So, anyways, my counter's gone. The shark is just, is just gone. So, I'm kind of pissed, and... Um, you know, it's like fucking Hoffa, you know? I come back, there's all of a sudden this, like, bridge in my tank that wasn't there before, and there's, like, part <laughs> of a fin sticking out of one of the concrete pilings. I don't 
understand how this occurred. Exactly, yeah. And so I, I, I go up to one of the fish, and I grab him by the fins, and I shake him, and I go, where is she, fucker? Where is she? So what did you, and, what did you and, do? You know, and the fish is like, I don't know, I don't know. And I just feel this really gently, this fin under my hand. Just, he doesn't know. Let him go. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the you know, the inquiry, you know, is, is still going. And, like, I'm pissed. I knew that they did something. You know, I knew I knew they did. They, and, like, pl- they planned something. Exactly. And, like, you know... I you know right before I walked in they were all in an argument you know trying to get their stories straight and I could overhear it you know they're they're fish they're not that bright you know <laughs> you got the thirty second memory exactly stories always changing yeah exactly and so it's like you know you can't get a straight story out of them like I said you know so I've been talking to one one on one you know and you know you can't get a straight answer out of them but anyways shark is gone shark has just disappeared like I checked the floor you know but I mean shark just checked the fuck out just didn't want that anymore. Back in college, T and I, uh, we were doing some project with beta fish. T decided to keep his beta. I'm sleeping in the top bunk, as I do. And there's a, uh, fridge, we got the fridge next to us. And I wake up, I can't remember, yeah, drowsy, whatever. I'm like, T, T, what's this orange thing? It's like, oh, that's the cup the fish is in. Then the cup the fish is in. Yeah, it is. Ain't no fish in this cup, T. I'm three quarters asleep. He doesn't believe me. Looks, looks in the cup. Fish is gone. Looks Ooh. next to the floor. Fish had just jumped out, so it's flopping around in the, on the carpeting, in the nasty ass not how not dorm room but house, car, uh, house uh, couch and house carpeting. Ooh. Drop the fish back into the tank for four days. It was a lint ball with its tail. Thin. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it tried to kill itself three or four more times until it finally succeeded. Yeah, it's just a lint ball like. We had another one. We uh, T decided to keep a lizard that we were some little tiny lizard that we were using in uh, classes. We ended up, we got to go downstairs sometime about this time of year and go, hey, has anyone in the house seen a three inch long green lizard running around here? And all the girls look at us. No, why? <laughs> no reason. Just curious. Taking a poll. See ya. <laughs> Found it in the VCR. What? Yep. It was warm in there, I guess. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Was it still alive? Barely. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, the girls, when um, you asked me if you saw a three-inch-long green lizard, it, and it's yeah. like, no, literally, literally, it's literally a three-inch-long green lizard. <laughs> you don't understand. They weren't that clever. Yeah, I mean, it's like, this is not just something that, you know, I got drunk one night, and, I mean, this is this is, this is is serious. This is for real. <laughs> You've seen the lizard. Not that lizard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the escape. The escaped. Uh, they seem benign until they escape. Little bastard things. Yeah, and then they hide and, and start doing God knows what. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah. What, let's see. What else is uh, what else is going? On? So, um, I noticed that uh, we we've had sort of a uh, little run-in with Iran. Apparently, they've been building a uh, nuclear plant that uh, violates a lot of international conventions and Ahmadinejad. Is um, trying to get up there in front of the uh, the world. What's an Ahmadinejad? It is a for those of us that those of you that don't know, not me. It is the prime minister of Iran ah. who quote unquote won the election. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, congratulations so, to who, him who ran against no one. And well, actually, no, I think there were other. I, I mean, there were other. Um, it's like a goat. Yeah, yeah. Surprising the goat carried most of the south. But yeah. that's because that goat puts out. 
Yeah. Yeah, they use they use ballots from Florida. Yeah, yeah, the fucking but no one can do the butterfly. I don't know why. People are idiots. But anyways, um, not quite the New Jersey Turnpike, but it's close. That just reminds me of something that uh, happened a while ago. I don't know if people remember this. It was maybe a couple of years ago. Um, but uh, there was sort of a run-in between like some Iranian, uh, just like small boats and like this uh, U.S. destroyer. And so basically, these Iranian boats were like kind of you know circling the destroyer or something like that. The the people in the destroyer claimed they like dropped things in the water and like oh my god it's a mine. I mean like weird shit ensued. But anyways, they had these like you know ominous. Um, radio transmissions that were coming from these Iranian boats, and this is part of the proof that you know, nice. the Iranians were fucking with them. And um, so the, they played the transmission, and it's just this guy going, I am coming for you. <laughs> like, that's, that is exactly... Look it up. That is exactly... I am coming for you. And I thought, which one is... Because the Iranians are like, oh, that's bullshit. This never happened. You know, they were faking. Which is worse, okay, that the Iranians... The one guy was thinking, oh, I'm going to scare the shit up. I am gamming for you. And, like, that's the best they could do, and that actually happened. Or some dumbass in the Pentagon was like, oh, we're going to fake this. Oh, you know, well, let's make it sound really ominous. And that's what they came up with. Like, they just got some guy with, you know, like, some generic accent to go, I am gamming for you. Exactly. And so like, I was trying to think, which is actually worse? That this, this actually happened? Or... That somebody made it up, and that's the best they could come up with. <laughs> I mean, it's just incredible. It's like of all the of all the stupid things they try to convince us of. I mean, you just think that somebody could do better. No, see, they start doing better, then we start expecting things out of them. Yeah, they're always terrible. It's, just, it's less work, really. That that's actually the, the attitude I take in into dates. Is if I'm just terrible all the time, then there's no hope. You know, there's, you know, get the hope. Yeah, up. it's key. It's key. I mean, one thing that I realized just recently was pretty much no one believes that the government is doing a good job. No. You know, it's like every time the government says, oh, we're going to roll out with this great health care plan, and just, why don't you just take a look at this? You know, it's only going to cost $6 trillion, but... It, and, and I'm <laughs> only just, $6 trillion. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, you know, like, are you kidding me? You're, you're telling me that um, you're going to create this giant, sprawling bureaucracy, and you just want us to believe... You know, because of the government's excellent track record with, you know, like, efficient, you know, management of resources, you're going to want us to believe that, oh, hey, you know, this is going to be so well run, it's going to be, like, perfectly done. I mean, it's like everyone just believes, like, okay, you know, the government's just going to bungle it. And, like, that, that's a horrible thing to believe, you think about it. And then you tell the government this, and, like, well, if you don't let us do what we want to do, this guy is going to get loose. And you just hear over the radio, I am coming for you. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you hear Barack Obama, <laughs> I am coming for you. <laughs> he was actually the one on the fishing boat, it turns out. Barack Hussein Osama. Hussein Osama, I'm a Muslim Barama. Yeah, yeah. Barama, not even Obama, Barama. Well, I was like when they have these, they have these, uh, these women down there. Um, and by down there, I mean in the South, where everyone's a racist, by the way. Oh, naturally. By the way. Naturally. Um, and, you know, well, you know, I, I think that, you know, he says he's a Christian, but I just think he's Muslim. I don't believe that he's a Christian. Like, you know, lady, why the fuck does it matter whether or not he's a Christian? Like, who the fuck cares? Like, personally, I care whether or not he can, like, administrate the gut. Administrate? Admi- Administer? No. I think it's... Run. Yeah, run. I, he, I don't. I don't. I mean, if he can run the government, I don't care if he's you know a goddamn nihilist. That's why I like the ones that are like, I don't want a president. He's too smart. He makes me feel dumb. I'm like, I want a president who's smarter than me. I'm not qualified to run this shit. Exactly. Exactly. It's like and I can't even play Civ on the hardest level. 
Fucking come on. <laughs> Bucky, it was always the, oh, the original civilizations. Original <laughs> DOS game. Beautiful. It was always the Indians. Fucking Gandhi would always clean he was up. A dick. He was. He's a dick. Well, yeah. Wearing diapers and big glasses and not eating like an asshole. And not advocating for the abolishment of the caste system. But that's another story. That's another story from that time. Yeah. But I mean, it's like he would always, you know. But my favorite thing is when you get these old timers. You know, anyone, you know, it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't believe in this socialist agenda that Obama has. Like, Motherfucker, you're living off of Medicare and <laughs> Social, Social Security. Security. It's like you're getting all your money from the government. <laughs> you do not understand the adjective social. I know. It's like, it's, it's fucking incredible. Like, oh, you know, this just looks like, you know, goddamn communism. Might as well have Uncle Joe Stalin in the White House. Like, okay. Okay. Because, like, none of that because sh- that shit has existed in yep. the past 20 years, you know? Okay. That's, that's great. They're the same ones that when Hurricane Ivan hit, like, Louisiana, the uh, news people found some guy, like, holed up in his house. Like, dude, you need to leave. There's some redneck Louisiana guy going... I ain't leaving. Why? Because <laughs> Americans don't run from things named Ivan. It's oh, like, my God. I appreciate your gall and stupidity, sir, but that's like 15 <laughs> years out of date. You can run from Ivan now. It's cool. Ivan runs a pizza hut. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Ivan, like, you know, drives a, a you know, cab and <laughs> own, owns, like, a courier service. It's like, it's okay. That that reminds me. It was it was right after nine eleven, and uh, they, they had an interview with one of the uh, pilots who was you know circling. He was one of the guys they scrambled uh, over New York right after the uh, you know planes hit, and he was. Um, uh, they interviewed him afterwards, and he's oh no, it was the Pentagon. It was the Pentagon because he said you know I looked down at the Pentagon, and I thought oh you know Russians finally found a way. You know the Russians finally found a way to put one through. And I thought holy fuck, these are the guys with their fingers on the trigger. I mean it's like Jesus Christ. So basically the guy with his finger on the trigger of a plane which could you know lay waste like you know many city blocks is the guy whose first inclination is them damn Ruskies. It's the commies. Fucking commies. They're not even commies anymore. Yeah, I know, exactly. It's like the, now they're just, you know, corrupt as hell and everything's run by organized crime. But so basically they're like the U.S. Exactly, with Aww. a slightly higher alcoholism rate. Well, that's, well not in Detroit. Y- yeah. Well, that that's the funny thing is that, you know, they always give us these, you know, we're, we are med students as much as we are loath to admit it. Yeah. Although surprisingly I'm becoming increasingly proud. Um, yeah, you're in there. one of us is. Yeah, yeah. It's like basically, you know... But anyways, we'll we'll uh, spare mentioning um, any names or places for fear of completely destroying our chance of getting a residency. Ever. Exactly. Um, so, uh, anyways, um, wow, I just completely lost my train of thought on that one. That'll happen. Yeah. Because you're a med student. Yeah, exactly. Well, while we're on this topic, though, um, let, let's just share a few choice stories that we've had so far uh, floating around the hospitals. Oh, uh, let's see. I started an OB, which means I was up to my elbows and vagina every single day. That was really unpleasant. And as, as one of my friends said, you would not believe what I thought those things were for before I started that OB rotation. <laughs> I had it all wrong, apparently. It's just, it's a horror show, but not, 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 not what you think. Yeah, not what you yeah. see in the videos, in, in, uh, in middle school, apparently they lie. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was oh, that was such good times. <laughs> I did get to catch a baby though. I did yeah. drop it. Oh yeah, well, real quick, I actually did catch a baby. He did, yeah. He didn't even been on a bee yet, and he caught a baby. Yeah, I was. I was uh, this kid was um, on the examination table, and like the parents were talking to the doctor, 
So I was just kind of like watching the kid. This kid was just kind of like squirming his way around on the table. And all of a sudden, he just goes over the edge, and I just oh, catch him by the arms. Like, you know, everyone just kind of looks at me, and my, you know, doctor's just good hands. I mean, spiking him afterward was a little much. Yeah, and doing like the, uh, you know, the you can't see me. Because <laughs> all you can't see me and spikes the child. Yeah, p- pulling up my sleeve to reveal the light switch tattoo, <laughs> and then proceeding to do the lights out dance over the broken body of my former patient. <laughs> Maybe... Inappropriate, maybe. maybe. But you know what? I think you. Le- I don't know if you honored the course. You at least passed it, so that's good. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what matters. Um. So, uh, yeah, I mean, um. Oh well, why don't you uh, tell the story about um your rather confident, self-confident patient? Oh yeah. So this is how it goes. I'm a large, hairy man. So when I'm in the GYN clinic, anybody whose age starts with a two will not let me in the room. I understand this. Yeah, same here. Well, yeah, one girl did once. Um, cause I walk in, I'm, I'm not, I have no obvious physical nor mental defects, I should say. So she sees, you know, a big tall doctor man, is like, oh, he can stay in here. I don't think she realized that I was going to give her the pelvic exam, so that was awkward for her. But at that point in time, I'd done so many of these, I was just like, I got work to do, get out of my way. So that's good times. Um, <laughs> no one walks in, it's, it's, it's like some 20 year old, it's her first trip to the, uh, to the OB, not OB, to the GYN office. So like, okay, well what you do is you, uh, you know, take take your clothes off and put on a little paper gown, and we'll be back in. And as I'm walking back in behind the first the, the doctor, she suddenly stops, shoves me out of the room before I clear the door because apparently she forgot the whole put the paper gown on, and it was just <laughs> laid out like like a, a, a Thanksgiving centerpiece on the table, completely naked. I'm glad I was not the first one in that room because I just would have looked at her and been like, really, really, this was your plan? This doesn't seem awkward to you? But as it was, I was I was spared the entire endeavor. I was shoved out of the room before I even stepped foot in the door. Which um, I, I might say, I remember you you told me that um, your doctor afterwards said, you yeah, know, which is actually too bad because she actually had a pretty nice body. And the next sentence she said was, and now that I've said that, you can never go into that room again. Exactly. So I mean, but then she sent me home early because she felt bad. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Getting sent home early, wonderful thing. Um, working uh, eighty-hour unpaid weeks. Kind of sucks. Unpaid? No, no, no. We're paying. Oh yeah, yeah. Paying to work eighty hours a week. Paying for the privilege yeah. to work eighty hours a week. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I actually had that conversation with um. There was one girl, uh, this one patient, and uh, she was a student too. So she was just asking me about it, and um, uh, yeah, she was saying, oh, you know, so you guys, uh, you know, you get, um, you, know, you get paid for this? Like, oh no, no. Actually, <laughs> no if, if you work it out, I'm actually paying like five hundred dollars a week. I think to do that. That's why I make sure to steal at least a kilo of oxycontin every week. Exactly. Not to sell, to take. Just, just, just to take the edge off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and plus, um, Martin's been using oxycontin for. I'll vouch for this one. I mean, he loves his oxy, oxycontin. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah, you know? and it's like he, he really does love it. And um, it what four year, five, four or five years now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really started with the Jello shots of oxycontin. Now, yeah. just straight up. So um, there you go. There's your tolerance. Uh, you got to be taking handfuls <laughs> of these things a day. You have to watch out for uh, the Tylenol content, though. Watch out for your liver. Watch out for the, the liver. fact that you're completely wasted on painkillers at any point in the, in the day. That's fine. But um, anyway, so you know, being med students, not uh, not easy. Mm-hmm. Certainly not an easy thing. But um, I mean, you come up with some good stories. Meet a lot of good people. You know, none of us are bitching. Long road, but you know, whatever. Someone's gonna do it. Someone's got to... Someone, someone's, some poor sap's got to do it. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to eventually work, you know, 
like a hundred hours a week while getting paid minimum wage to take care of the fact that people just abuse their bodies. Oh, well, actually, I think that's maybe what I was going to say is that, um, you know, so we're, uh, you know, we, we get all these lectures um, for, um, uh, you know, epidemiology and demographic, you know, basically like sort of statistics about, you know, populations and how they do in terms of healthcare. And um, basically, Detroit just exceeds everyone in terms of what the fuck is wrong with it, you know? No, seriously, it's like... This, it's true. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it seriously. You know, this place is fucked up, you know? And which is too bad, because a lot of people write it off. Instead of looking at it and saying, well, you know, this is a challenge, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, people kind of write it off and say, oh, you know, Detroit, you know, it's just making a museum for, you know, how a city fails. You know, which is what people have actually said in the past. Lots of velvet ropes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the velvet cordon all the way. But I'm thinking, you know, 800,000 people live here, and, I mean, less and less every day. But still, I mean, 800,000 people live here, and you're saying, okay, you know, well, let's just turn our backs on, you know, the better part of a million people. Yeah. And, you know, that's pretty stupid. But um, we got plenty of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with all the, all the immigration, all the illegals coming up. Send them to Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Let's just make them fix it up. Actually, I think that'd be that'd be great. There it is. There, there we go. Is. There we go. Catch them. It's like you got two choices. This will this will cut illegal immigration. You'll be gone. If we catch you, you're not getting sent back. You're getting sent to Detroit. Yeah, and like, bitch, pick up a hammer. Like you're gonna be part of the solution. <laughs> that's it. Figured it out. Done and done. So that's illegal immigration. Keep listening. You'll have some more tidbits on how to fix the healthcare system yep. and how to eradicate uh, world hunger. By the way, both those answers, bullets. Yes. The answer to most problems is just to kill a lot of people. <laughs> that's awesome. We've got about... We get that, get that Ruski hating F- F-16 driver up here. Just just lay waste oh, yeah, to a couple yeah. city blocks. I mean, he's he's good for at least, you know, what, like 10,000? Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to be... Well, 10, that's going to be some pretty well-placed uh, rounds for that, but... Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really judicious in his usage of weaponry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, um, it's uh, definitely interesting, definitely, definitely stimulating um, <laughs> on that level. I like it. Um, I also, uh, our our friend, we need to come up with a name for her. Ah, uh, yes, yes. What you name? She was saying, uh, goes in to see a guy who comes in not taking his medications, morbidly obese, all sorts of heart problems, all sorts of lung problems. Comes in like, do you need to refill on your meds? No. Would you like different meds? No, I don't take them. Well, why are you here? I want my motorized scooter. Sign the paper. Oh, God. I can't be bothered to walk. <laughs> this whole walking thing just too difficult for me. Done. Awesome. 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 Yep, can't bother being bipedal. Yeah. That's too much damn effort. I mean, it's uh, that's what I think about. You know, it's, I remember... Um, I'm I'm pretty bad at throwing. Like I can't throw things worth a damn. Like I haven't been able to since I was a child. And it's congenital. Exactly, exactly. It's some sort of I blame it on bad genes. I know it's just my fault for never playing sports. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, I remember my friend just told me because I said, oh, you know, I suck at throwing things." He just looks at me and says, "You realize that the human arm is built for throwing? Like they find piles of rocks next to like primitive human settlements." It's like millions of years of evolution, evolution have made your arm perfect for throwing, yet you failed to do it. <laughs> yeah, you would be one dead-ass case, Yeah, man. and I was just thinking, it's one of those moments where you just kind of, uh, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so anyways, but it's the same deal. It's like, what, what do you mean? You're not going to walk? You're just choosing not to just, walk? No, I'm not going to walk. Fuck it. Yeah, it's like, oh. Walking's, yeah. for, walking's for chumps. It's like, I mean, fucking, <laughs> I mean, how can you be so 
lazy that you can't be – it's like the Segway. You know, it's like the Segway was the same exact deal. It's like, oh, man, people aren't going to walk after this one. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? People better walk after this one. <laughs> this is what they do. I know. It's like how – how Go find someone that can't walk and tell them, I don't think walking is allowed anymore. Then you get your ass beat by someone in a wheelchair. So that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like take someone who actually can't walk yeah. and you tell them you're too lazy to do it. They would nope. fucking kill you for what you have, and you're too lazy to use it. But anyways, I mean, you look at, you know, um, anytime you read anything about, like, you know, military and stuff, they talk about, oh, you know, we, uh, you know, we marched 30 miles in a day. It's like, motherfuckers used to walk, like, dozens of miles a day, and yeah. now you can't be bothered to walk from your apartment to the liquor store down the block. You'd actually need... For the record, if you want to find a liquor store in Detroit, this is how I describe it to them. I'm like, oh, where's the nearest liquor store? I'm like, what you do is you go find the nearest liquor store, walk to it. You will pass two liquor stores on the way there. I don't know how it works, but you can't go anywhere in Detroit without passing at least two liquor stores. It actually involves dozens of tiny circular dimensions. Don't know how it works. Something to do with string theory. Only four people in the world understand it. And three of them work for Mickey's. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah. You gotta be in the right headspace. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also another. This is the other thought. Like, apparently, Medicare. If you if you had a BMI, body mass index, like what twenty is. Twenty is normal. Twenty five is overweight. Thirty yeah, is obese. But by, by the time you hit thirty, you're you're big. By the time you hit thirty five, you're just one of those like five foot tall, three hundred pound people. If you get to a BMI of forty. The government will pay for a gastric bypass surgery, which begs the question: If you're chilling at a BMI of like 36, what's more cost-effective: dieting, eating right, exercise, or eating your way to 40? What <laughs> if anyone's made that conscious decision before? I mean, I'm gonna lose weight. Bring in the pizzas. I mean, that, that's that's definitely uh, that's definitely true. That was the other thing. I'm going home yesterday. I'm driving, but my, everybody in Detroit has diabetes. I have diabetes. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't understand I mean, it. Until you leave the city. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like, yeah, when I, when I go home, I don't. When I'm in Detroit, I have diabetes. It's terrible. I'm driving back. I see a billboard. I've seen this in the store before for a two-pack of 50-ounce Coca-Colas. 50 ounces. Malt liquor only comes in 40s. All right? 50 ounces. And like, which, in the end, which one is more dangerous for you is the question. And a two-pack. So it's 100 ounces total. What? And below it, it says, finally, enough for your meal. <laughs> <laughs> enough for one meal. That's two and a half 20 ounces. How is that? What do you mean enough, for, enough your meal? for your meal? I mean, I thought the Fago three liter was, was pushing him. <laughs> you actually need Fago never claimed that one would be enough for a single meal. How is that? How is that possible that somebody could bring... I don't know. Oh, you have diabetes reading that billboard. I know. My foot almost... I, I got tingly in my foot reading the billboard. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, no, it's oh, like, Jesus, I, I need to go run a mile. I think my vision went out in one eye just just reading that. It's like, I can't feel the fingertips. Diabetic uh, retinopathy, by the way. Uh, it's very very serious. We should, we very should serious condition. Diabetic polyneuropathy, also very serious. We shouldn't be joking about this. Yet, at the same no, time, do. it's like, how can you fucking do that to your body? Drink of 50... I drink a lot of pop. But just... I do. But just... For a regular person, I drink 50 ounces in maybe a week. And that's too much. And I know it's too much. I mean, much. just try drinking, like, 50 ounces of water with a meal. You know, it's like... Think about it. It's like anyone has a Nalgene bottle. That's like one and a half of those fuckers. 
It's like, I mean, try drinking Here's like, what do you need 50 ounces of any fluid for a meal? <laughs> Have you heard of City Juice? Oh, I, no, I'm, I'm waiting to hear about City Juice now. City Juice. You know how they, you know, Kool-Aid is made, right? Little packet of Kool-Aid, big thing of water, shit ton of sugar. Yeah. Imagine that without the Kool-Aid. Wait, it's just water and sugar? It's sugar water. It's what hummingbirds what? eat. It's sugar water. City Juice. Welcome to Detroit. Wait, where, like, where, where have you seen this? Detroit. I uh, Joey. City Juice. City Juice. Is, my Oh, that reminds me of another thing. Swift, <laughs> just, like, I can't, I can't, I can't discuss this. For where years. the fuck did sweet tea come from? Like before the South. But I'm saying before two years ago, no one drank sweet tea, and now people it's like, oh, you know, well, I could go for a sweet tea right now. Who the fuck? No one drank no sweet one tea like is. two years ago, and all of a sudden, I still don't. I resist. But it just reminds me, like people do that. People like start yeah. calling things by name. You know, um, as soon as they hear about it, uh, I was at the Woodward Dream Cruise, which was. Well, that's... You should, you should probably explain a little bit. I don't think... They might not know that we were Dream Cruise. Okay, so the Woodward Dream Cruise. Um, um, highway uh, Highway 1, Michigan Highway 1, is Woodward Ooh. Avenue. It I grew deep. up like a block off the thing, so basically what 94 is to Martin over... To old straw legs over here... The straw legs over is, here. Uh, ...is what Woodward is to me. So anyways, they have this annual ca- car festival. And in the first few years, it actually used to be really cool, because it was actually kind of like a 50s throwback thing. So people got all their old cars, they'd cruise around... It was really fun. They had, you know, all sorts of, like, 50s throwback stuff. They'd, you know, they'd set up, like, little diners and, and things. It was really cool. You know, you get sliders and all that shit. It was a lot of fun. But then, um, you know, sort of in recent years, um, it became a lot more corporate. Um, the auto companies would have these big displays, which they don't now because now the auto companies yeah. don't have money. <laughs> they, got, they got cash. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, anyway, but I, I went uh, this last year, and it, um, well, let's just say the demographics were a lot different than they used to be. And instead of a lot of really cool cars from the 50s, it was a lot of pickups with oversized wheels. And, um, really? yeah, I mean, it was, uh... It w- the, Lots of people hanging out with their cousins? Yeah, I mean, let's just say the theme was a little bit different. Wow, I did not see that one coming. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh... Where, where am I going with it? What was... I'm having some serious problems. You got, today. Some, you got some serious issues oh. here. I, I was just too, I just got wrapped up the idea of picking all those pickup trucks driving through downtown yeah, Detroit. Yeah, probably that tab I took right before we started this. <laughs> but uh, uh, then if you mean the so you mean 50 ounces of tab soda, yeah. which will do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, ounces of t- wait, is it tab sugar free? <laughs> I don't know. It, it'll, still, it's still tab, it'll still tab. It's it'll still tab. It'll still fuck you up. It's made with all the old like sweeteners that cause there. cancer and shit like that. It's the piss of sweet tea. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Woodward Dream Cruise. I mean, that's that's sort of what it turned into. Um, really, honestly, what the fuck were we talking about? I was waiting here somehow. I was waiting for a KKK time. I don't know why, but I was waiting for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I should go see a doctor about this one. <laughs> no, they're all, they're all, don't see a neurologist ever for any reason. Yeah, fear the medical system. Everyone. Yes. Here's here's my my two cents. Doctors are trying to experiment on you. Doctors are trying to experiment on your children. Any pill they give you is going to hurt you. Yep. Any pill. Will will likely cause AIDS. Yeah. The best thing you should do is just eat whatever you want. Not what you think is healthy. Whatever you have a nope, craving. Whatever you want. Yeah. Just don't get any of your children vaccinated. Yeah. No, no vaccines for your kids. Never see a doctor. Nope. And if they give you, if they give you a prescription, don't take it, but say you did. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to do it. That's key. That's definitely the best way to do it. 
The lo- I still haven't quite hit the logic on that one, but I know it's how it's supposed to be done. Yep. Yeah. Lie to the doctor. Try to fake all your symptoms. I don't know if you know, there are, there are an, a, an impressive number of tests you can do that are specifically designed to see if your patient's lying to you. Really? Yep, and I'm not going to tell anybody Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to ruin them. Like, no, that's like a magician and his tricks right there. But I've caught at least at least half a dozen people. They're just outright lying. Sometimes they do stupid stuff, too, where, like, the one girl is she's describing she had this disease, and she had all the right symptoms for it, but only on half of her body, and it doesn't do that. It's yeah. not physically possible. I caught another woman trying to fake a heart attack, but she had the wrong oh, side of her body. She was, like, telling her, like, her right side hurt and all this, and... We put the little oxygen mask on her and turned it off, and she said she felt better. Yeah. Here's one thing that I sort of realized. People are stupid. People are really... I mean, people are dumb. Like, every once in a while, I just kind of sit there and just fucking people, you know? Just fucking people. <laughs> that's why that's why doctors Exactly. That's cool. why we... And I will say we, because we're part of the system now. Uh, we, yep. you know, we try to do that, and we try to pull the wool over everyone's eyes, you know? By the way, you should get all of your medical advice from Oprah or Jenny McCarthy to... In- or the internet, or yeah. the internet. Message yes. boards from the internet. Don't go to the actual like dot org yeah. website of the disease. Where's the one go to? Oh the my god! Boards. You know, I got my kid vaccinated for this, and then four years later, he got autism. Like, believe it. That's true. Those are actually true stories. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yep. If it weren't for the vaccination, that kid would obviously be completely healthy and wouldn't have any of those 15 childhood lethal yeah, diseases exactly. he's yeah. not immune to. You know, it's like maybe if, you know, the guy hadn't, you know, if his wife hadn't, well, not wife, what, what am I saying here? <laughs> the, the mother of his child well, yeah, is not seriously. his wife. <laughs> Never. So, um, yeah, anyways, uh, I mean, that's uh, sort of uh, what's been going on. Yeah, that's the that's the relaunch of the podcast. Stick with us. We'll give give us time. We'll we'll really we'll get rolling too. We're we're yeah, old dog, new tricks or new dog, old tricks or some. I don't know. There's dogs and tricks involved. Speaking of tricks, I we got to find yes, the armless hooker. hooker. And also, there's been some additions to the New Jersey Turnpike. I was told the only person to have successfully completed the New Jersey Turnpike, David Carradine. (laughs) (laughs) The only person in history. Ever the to have successfully one. completed it. Oh, and it well, cost motherfucker's him. dead now. It I mean, cost him. you wonder why. That wasn't. He didn't die doing the New Jersey New Jersey yeah. Turnpike because he was successful. It was. It was. He, he went. You know, a couple a couple years later, he tried yeah. doing anything else, and it just. So died. um yeah, I mean, uh, lots of additions, lots of uh, new jokes, new friends. Uh, we'll try and bring some more people by at some point. New family. New family. Exactly. Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. What have I been yeah, doing? Lately? <laughs> how how can we make this one more? Yeah, we will. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned, Stay indeed. Tuned. So, um, again, this one goes out to Jansen, um, wherever he may be. Um, he hopefully, may be. like I said, some way, somehow, out in the ether, he can hear this. Um, we'll miss him. Well, I will. I mean, I don't yet. Yeah, give it. Give us time. We're, I, we're I, sure I sooner might. or later. Well, I might miss him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Whatever the sound of a pedophilic ice cream truck yeah, goes by. Weep bitter tears. That one's just for me. <laughs> is, is that the story of how you met, perhaps? That's just for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, um, you know, uh, it, it was just great having, you know, minorities on the on the waves, as Jansen was. Um, great, great pioneer of um, uh, uh, minority podcasting. Um, 
uh, a great representative of, of his race, I might say. Of his kind. Of his, of his exactly. kind. Of his um, so anyways, uh, that, I mean, that, what, that should do it? Okay, so um, we want to read off our email addresses. Are those, do those still work? They probably still work. I'll check them out. They probably still work. I'll check them out. Uh, it still should just be deadair0 at gmail. So, uh, yeah, send us an email. Let us know you're listening again. And uh, hopefully we'll build up our uh, formidable um, uh, listener base that we had before. So, uh, yeah. yeah, until then, uh, it's PK. And old straw legs is back. Old straw legs. See you, kids. <laughs>